Welcome to the Work Hard, Play Hard podcast. My name is Rob Murgatroyd, and I am a former doctor turned lifestyle entrepreneur. Each week, I interview some of the best minds on the planet on the science of achievement and the art of fulfillment. Today's episode is a mini-sode that we call Friday with the Wife. In these mini-sodes, my wife Kim and I deconstruct the strategies that we've developed over the last decade to not only grow personally, but to turn our struggles into lessons and create fulfillment in all areas of our lives. Excuses are over. It's time to live. Let's dig into today's topic. All right, before we jump into this episode, I want to invite you to be considered for my Work Hard, Play Hard Mastermind by completing an application at workhardplayhardmastermind.com. So this mastermind is not like any mastermind you may have been to or heard of, I promise you. This mastermind is for six to seven figure entrepreneurs that are working too damn much and aren't taking the time to have amazing experiences around the world with an incredible tribe of people. So every 100 days or so, I drop you into new experiences that are specifically designed to elevate your thinking, to give you new ideas. Look, you get your best ideas not staring at a computer. And actually, this is the way high-level people really collaborate with each other. They do it over a glass of champagne, watching the sunset in the south of France. So if you are ready to do some fun stuff around the world and really, really want to level up your tribe in one shot, fill out an application at workhardplayhardmastermind.com. We'll jump on a call and we'll see if it's a good fit. All right, let's jump into today's episode. Kimberly, who's married to the best man in the world, Robert Victor Anthony Murgatroyd. How are you today? Oh, I am sore AF from volleyball yesterday. Well, listen, today we're going to talk, I think, all things relationships. Am I right? All things relationship. We are going to do a check under the relationship hood Mm. for everybody. We're going to give you three things and probably more because we can't control ourselves on how you can, if you're married or in a relationship, how you can kind of dive into these three things and give yourself a little check under the hood because you've been trapped together for a while now. Maybe it went well, maybe it didn't. And maybe you're locked down again. And maybe like us, you're locked down again. So um, yeah, let's roll. Okay, number one. So the first thing you wanna look at in your relationship is, so if you're married, in a relationship or even like single gal dating this is a these three things are going to help you kind of guide through all of that so the first thing is are your natures aligned and rob why don't you give us a little background on are your natures aligned it's a it's a really simple concept it's exactly what you think it is you know um, one of the one of the higher predictors of whether or not a relationship is going to work is are your natures aligned? So what does that mean? That means, do you essentially like to do the same things? So it is in my nature to want to be outdoors at the beach uh, surfing, right? Well, it just so happens that I'm married now to Gabby Reese. She likes <laughs> going to the beach and playing volleyball. So it's not like she's going, you know, there are people who are like, oh, the beach, the heat, the sand. I don't, like, I, don't, I just don't want no, I don't want any part of that. But she's like, no, 
I'd love to be out, out in the beach. Now, there are some differences. She's not readily jumping on a surfboard right now or doesn't want to go scuba diving. But the point is that we're in the vicinity of what we both like. One, two, I love travel. I can wake up tomorrow morning, go to Ethiopia, as long as it's a five-star nice hotel. Um, oh my God. And she is ready to jump on it with me and she'll stay in any hotel. So our natures are not perfectly in alignment with how we will do it, but it's enough that we both are interested in it. So it's things like that. Now don't confuse, are your natures aligned with opposites attract and all of those things? Because Rob and I are very different in a lot of things, but we both like to laugh. We both like to have fun. We both like to be outdoors. We both like to travel. We we have a light, joyful nature about us. And so it works in our relationship. If one of us was like, poopy pants McGee and was always, you know, sad and down and out and whatever. And the other one, this happens, by the way, think about this. Women, men, you know, you know who you're talking about. You know that, what do what they used to call it on the Burt Show? Your antichrist. You're, you're, you're dating- da- You're dating antichrist. You're dating antichrist. You know that person in your life that you dated that you wanted to quote unquote fix. I'm probably more talking to the women here. But the one you wanted to fix, the one that was, you know, a broken bird that you wanted to nurse back to health. Well, guess what? Chances are you your natures are not aligned. And that's why that didn't work out. So don't confuse. You have to be exactly the same type of person because there's problems there too. Two super high strung type A go after the world can work, but your natures still have to be aligned and you have to be able to balance each other out. So Take an inventory of yourself, of your spouse, and are your natures aligned? And you may be in a rut right now where you don't have a lot of options of what to do and where to go. But are there things that you guys together, maybe new hobbies, new habits, maybe you want to start working out together. Maybe you want to do an after dinner walk together. Maybe you want to learn about wine together. Like what is something that you can get both of you interested in that you're not dragging the other person along on this adventure, but that you're both interested in and on some level and then do it together and learn about it together. Yeah, I don't think anything happens until you truly get honest with yourself and you decide what your natures really are. So I I would recommend, if you're hearing this for the first time, you've never heard the term, are your natures aligned? I would strongly recommend that uh, tomorrow morning you wake up and you do a little bit of journaling and you write down, you know, what is my spouse's nature like what is she what are the what are the chunks of things that she likes to do she likes to travel she likes to dance she like like what are the like not the micro but the macro and think about those things and then look at yours and then perhaps you can draw some intersecting lines and you can say well okay 70% of these we're not great at but you know we're not completely our natures are not completely in alignment with each other but these two or three things we are and then i would recommend going all in on that because there are things with Kim and i where our natures are not in alignment 
And she's very, very clear about, hey, that's your thing. That's not mine. Or I, I'll look at her and that's, that's your thing. The idea is, are most of the things or a chunk of the things where your nature's in alignment? And what I found is when your natures are not in alignment for most of the things, then you wind up having trouble. Well, then you end up leading. You're leading one life. I'm leading the other life. And then it's like you you come together for dinner. So like, let's let's take people whose natures are not in alignment. You have one person who really loves, like Rob said, travel or to go to the beach or whatever that is. And the other person doesn't like that. They want to be a homebody and snuggle under the covers. Like if I was a super lazy, want to sit on the couch all day girl, Rob would have left me a long time ago because this man doesn't sit down. He sits down at night for one hour to watch TV. And then on Sundays, somehow he gets in his Snuggie and I can't get his ass off the couch, but that's it. So all the rest of the days, it's one hour at night. Unless he falls asleep, I get an hour and a half. And then on Sundays, he puts a little Snuggie on. It doesn't matter. It could be 400 degrees. He's got blankets. He's all tucked in and he watches, binge watches TV all day. But if if I wasn't in alignment with that and I was just watching TV all day or super lazy, not doing anything, he we wouldn't work out because he's super active. Also, think about this for the guys. I they, just they call that my first wife. I yeah, right. <laughs> they just got. I, I just thought about this one for the men. A lot of women come into a relationship where there's a guy. This is not in the case of my husband, but where the guy is really into sports like football and all that stuff. And she goes out, she's never watched a damn game in her life. She goes out, gets a jersey and acts like she's all in on this while they're dating. And then they get married and then it becomes, what do they call it? Like a football widow Mm -hmm. or something. Like, I, I don't, we don't have this problem because Rob doesn't even know what that is, except it's Tom Brady. But, you know, a lot of men complain about this and women complain that their man just goes into this football whole for a night or two or a season. I don't know, but chances are she was probably like, I love football. I'm all in on that. You got to be honest and upfront at the first, right? So that's the first thing. The second thing is, now, if you're not honest and your natures aren't in alignment, then guess what happens? You start to build resentment. If you you have competing values, if you have competing ideas of what life should look like. You know, maybe um, like if I said to Rob, Rob on Saturday, we this is a really good example. If I said, hey, Rob, on Saturday, you know, I know it's the 4th of July, but we're on lockdown. So whatever. Here's what I think we should do. I think we should spend the day in our house, redoing the garage, cleaning out the closets, going through the backyard, Um, wiping down all the damn cobwebs. I think we should do an entire day of house checklist. He would look at me like I'm freaking nuts. He would say, we can do one of those things, but then I want to go on a really long bike ride. And then we would fight about that. There's a lot of women that create this honey-do list for the man and they have competing values because they want to do different things. And one is kind of pushing their beliefs on what, homemaking or family or house or like whatever whatever you think you should have or should be doing, sometimes those things get pushed on the spouse and it's not 
a joint decision to do it. You know what I mean? So it builds resentment for sure. And resentment can also come from not getting your needs met. Like a lot of people look at their relationship and like, I'm not getting my needs met. Well, what's the converse of that? It's, is your spouse getting their needs met? Are you meeting the needs of your spouse? So if you're not meeting the needs of your spouse, how can you expect them to meet yours? And if you put your energy and effort into meeting their needs, then chances are they're going to also put that same energy and effort into meeting yours. And if they don't, and you have the conversation about it, and you're open and honest about your needs and their needs and what everybody needs, and they still don't meet it, then guess what? You probably have the wrong person. Yeah, well said. Um, that was really long. No, 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 it was good. It was actually it was actually really well said. We, I think we all have a blueprint that's inside of our brains about what, our, what we want our life to look like or what it's supposed to, in quotes, look like. And, you know, if I, if I extrapolate on the, uh, the example that we gave earlier, you know, I've got, you know, sort of like a vision in my mind that we're having dinner out, we're traveling a lot, um, I'm surfing, uh, there's volleyball, we're biking, you know, around the area, et cetera. That's the blueprint that I have in my mind about what my life looks like in addition to podcasting, et cetera. When something is inconsistent with that blueprint, like let's go spend the day, um, you know, um, even in a museum, you know, like not that I'm not into museums and I would, I would do it because I'd be interested in learning, but it, it's not something that falls directly into that blueprint. Maybe museum's a bad example. Maybe it's a better example is the one that Kim gave with, you know, spending the day cleaning out the garage. And I think when, you know, when I'm looking at couples who are breaking down and on the verge of divorce, they have different blueprints. Like mm-hmm. one has this vision of what, you know, the husband is home and he's playing with the kids and the other guy's got a vision. I'm out playing, I'm, I'm out golfing. And I, you know, and not that, like there's not absolutes to any of this that we're saying. It's sort of like the 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 whole of it, the chunk of it, most of it, are they are the blueprints in alignment? Are the natures in alignment? Do you want the same things? Do you want to do the same things? Which is why I think a lot of times when you know when couples are married with kids, there's so much distraction with kids. They don't stop. They just keep saying, I'm hungry. I mean, it just <laughs> never, ever stops. So the other person is always attending to whatever the disaster is. I mean, like, you know, like right now, Kim and I are home and Sophia, as she mentioned, went to camp. But if you were here an hour before this podcast, what you would have saw was make the pancakes. Oh my God, we opened the refrigerator, a bottle of wine just broke on the floor. That was devastating. Um, Got to pack her up, got to get her out of here and get her uh, to school. Like it's a fucking shit show with a child in the house. And so- you're not even avoiding it. You're just living separate lives. Like you're in that moment, right? Now you multiply that by one, two, three, four kids and you're just trying to keep your head above water that you're not even noticing whether or not your natures are in alignment. And then all of a sudden the kids leave and you look at each other and you're like, who the hell are you? Who are you? And what are you like, what? You like yeah. painting? I never knew you painted. Yeah. You know what I mean? And it becomes this thing. So 
it's important to do the upfront work now because the reality is many of you that are listening do have children. And so the pockets of time that you have, if your natures aren't in alignment and you're in the shit show of the kids, then you start leading double lives because you are going to get your needs met. You're gonna find a way to do it. And then in the extreme, people wind up cheating and all kinds of shit happens. So do the upfront work now to identify where your natures as are aligned and go all in on that. And if you determine that your natures just are not in alignment- And you can't find and you places can't, and where you can't they find, can. Well, then maybe you should consider- Reevaluating. Um, reevaluating your and relationship. Then, but on the resentment though, the resentment builds and builds and builds and builds and builds. If he didn't do this and she didn't do that and you're not doing this and you're not doing that and I need this and I need that. And it's a very um, selfish place to live. And so again, always ask like, I I know there are days, weeks, God, probably months that go by. And I'm like, okay, uh, Rob, I need a shift in my schedule. And he is very attuned and he's like, okay, I got it. So here's what we're gonna do. And we will work it out if if I have a need that's not being met. Rob, I don't have time to exercise. Rob, I only have this or you know, vice versa. So- don't allow that resentment to build. If there's something, whatever that thing is that right now you're thinking about it, that big resentment you have towards your spouse, you need to find out one. And, and, and if you're not interested, by the way, in what I'm about to say, the next part, then you're in the wrong relationship. But you need to, instead of just pushing your your hot button, your resentment and saying, I didn't get this. If you're not interested in finding out what they're resenting you for or what need you're not meeting of theirs, if you're not interested in that, you're in the wrong relationship. If you don't want to meet the needs of your partner, you're in the wrong relationship. And if you're saying, I would help them, you know, like let's say Rob, great example. Rob takes off Saturday morning and go surfing. In fact, he's about to take off now and go surfing. But Saturday morning, Sophia's always home. You know, a lot of people, it's like family day and whatever. And he takes off for maybe four hours and goes surfing. Well, initially he was supposed to do surfing for one hour, but sometimes it's, I kind of look and go, did he get eaten by a shark? What happened? But I'm not mad at him. I don't resent him. When he comes home, I'm not like, what the F, Rob? You just took half our Saturday. Like, but they're, I hear this from my friends with their spouses and their whatever. And they're like, I, I've talked to women and I've said, you know, around here. And I've said, yeah, my husband started surfing. They're like, oh, good luck. He's gonna be gone half the day. And I'm like, but why do I care? Because this is lighting him up in a way that he's never had before. I want this for him. And therefore I have no resentment. And if you can't play at that level of relationship on both sides, I think that you really need to reevaluate or do some real deep work with your partner on the, and that'll be the next thing we get to. So. Now, because I know how much she enjoys, it's interesting. It lights her up. If it lights me up, it lights her up. So it lights her up as much as it lights me up. So guess what? When I come home from surfing, the first person I want to talk to to tell her about my day is her. I want to tell her everything I learned. I want to tell you what, what I was afraid of, what excited me, what confused me, what I'm frustrated with, all of the things. And she wants to hear all about it. Okay. That's number one. Number two is I want her to have the same thing. 
I want her to be lit up. I know I've played volleyball with her years ago and she's really good at it. And so I was, she is, and she's, she's two feet tall, but she's good at it. <laughs> so I was like, well, you know, why don't you consider joining a volleyball team? And she's like, you know what? That's not a bad idea. It is, I, I'll, I'll do it. So she did. And, you know, obviously the beaches are shut down here. So it's, it's like, it's, it's- It's intermittent. It's intermittent, good word. But it was mittens last night and we went uh, down. That was funny. We went, we went to the strands and we watched her play volleyball. So we were cheering her from, from the sides and then we all went out to dinner. So the point is because she's cheering me on, it naturally through the law of reciprocity makes me want to say, well, I want that for you. Mm-hmm. I want you to feel good like this. And so the two of us are playing at, um, a super and high that's level. how we avoid the resentment. Now, let's say you have all of this resentment and you got this laundry list of shit your spouse doesn't do or your partner doesn't do, or this is wrong with you, this is wrong with you, this is wrong with you. Chances are you're shitting on them. Let's just be honest. Chances are you're shitting on them, but you're- And that's shitting on you, not shitting. Yeah, yeah. Um, but this is number three on your checklist of uh, going under the hood here is- are you band-aiding symptoms of a bigger problem? So I want you to think of a problem in your marriage as an illness, okay? And then all of the little things, not taking the trash out, doing this, the nagging, the that, the da, the da, the da, all the things as the symptoms, the fever, the cough. And this is kind of timely, I guess, but the fever, the cough, the watery eyes, the itchy head, like whatever, whatever the symptoms are of said illness. So that laundry list of things that you possibly are making right now. And, and if you're not in a relationship now, make a mental note of this moving forward. If you start getting this long laundry list of things, those are symptoms. You're band-aiding. You can fix, okay, can I get him to take the trash out? Sure. Can I get her to do X, Y, Z? Yes. Okay. You're band-aiding all of these things. You have an illness going on. There is something else going on deep, deep in, and that is most likely that result of the resentment that's been building over days, weeks, months, years, possibly, that no one is talking about. And this is where the scary work happens. You either look and say, I don't just want to band-aid all of these little symptoms. I want to go all in on the illness and fix it because I love you and I'm here and I want this. Or you say, this is not for me and it's time to separate. And I know that Rob and I were both previously married uh, before we found uh, each other. And Rob, if you looked at the laundry list of things, and if I looked at the laundry list of things I had with my previous and you had with yours, did you want to go all in and fix the actual illness that was there other than the band-aiding? Like for you, she was messy, you hired a maid. She, you know, did this, you you did that. All the things were band-aided. Yeah, after a while I couldn't buy enough spackle. I mean, I was like <laughs> trying to like, you know, fix so many different things, but again, that goes back here's how I would answer that question. I did not want to go all in on it. And the reason why I didn't, you didn't go all in You didn't want to go all in on the on the Unfixing. problem. No, I didn't because for me, because our natures were so not in alignment that it wasn't even worth it. And so, you know, it, 
a lot of people listening to this right now have a ton of resentments and there's a lot of shit that's boiling up, particularly because we're on lockdown and, you know, we're spending more time with each other. You know, divorce rate is definitely going up, but I think it's going up because people are forced to look at each other in like physically look at each other and be around each other more than they ever have before. And a lot of these things are just starting, starting to um, reveal themselves. So, you know, I would say that if you if you determine that your natures are in alignment with each other and you do have a lot of resentments, you know, let momentum stop tomorrow, clear it up, and you know, don't keep that thing going. And identify those areas where you think, you know, hey, look, she's been she's been complaining about this area. She wants me to do this more. I really can do it. So I'm gonna go all in. And it lights her up, so I'm gonna do it. So one, if I were giving you a prescription- Well, there's three things, right? So yeah. number one, are your natures aligned? Number two, do you have resentment? Number three, are you band-aiding symptoms of a bigger problem? Yep. Those are the three things. And let me say this, if, you're, if you go through all these things and you realize, shit, this isn't good. Separation is not failure. The ending of a relationship is not failure. It is not about you. Your natures aren't aligned. Your souls aren't meant for each other. Like it is not a a nick or a bad thing on you. There is someone that you are going to partner better with and there is someone they're gonna partner better with. And it's not about you. It's not about you're not cute enough. You don't have enough muscles or whatever the thing is that you have the 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 crazy that goes in your head because we all make this about some sort of personal failure. We weren't, I mean, I can't tell you the number of times in my life that I have said to myself, I am not lovable. Like, obviously I'm not lovable. If he can't love me, no one will love me. And I know other women and probably men have said the same. What is wrong with me that I can't find a guy? You're looking for the wrong thing. And if your natures aren't in alignment, this isn't gonna work. And if you can't have a relationship without building resentment, this isn't gonna work. And if you don't fix the actual problem versus band-aiding all the shit on top, wait for it, it's not gonna work. And it's not about you. It really isn't about you. Like if tomorrow Rob and I somehow, we we made massive intention around growing over, God, how what year did we get together? 2004. So 16 years. So for 16 years, we have intentionally grown together and stayed connected on what we are in alignment about and keeping our natures aligned. When Rob picks up a beach sport, I pick up a beach sport. So my point is we made a very intentional thing for 16 years to stay on the same path and grow together through business, through tough times, through good times, through everything. And I know a lot of relationships don't do that. So don't beat yourself up over it. Clear out the cobwebs, lift the rugs, let all the cockroaches run out. And if you want to work it out, stay, go all in and work it out. But if it's not for you, then release your partner, let them find the love of their life and you go find yours. 
Well, we covered it from natures to divorce all the way down the How line. Do you like that? Well, listen, that's it, everybody. Hope that helped. Shoot us some messages on social. Let us know what you thought of the episode. You have one more thing you want to say? Yeah. If you have not connected on our community, uh, our phone number that you can just text us is one three one zero three eight eight nine seven two four and shoot us a message. Let us know what you love, what you want to hear more of, and uh, we'll connect. That's it. Have a great week, everybody. Bye-bye. All right. Thanks for listening. If you love this episode and you know someone that needs some help in either stepping up their work hard game or their play hard game, it would mean the world to me if you shared this podcast with them to help me get this movement out there. So if you like what you heard, head on over to iTunes, take 30 seconds and leave me a five-star review and I will be forever grateful. So until the next episode, excuses are over. It's time to live.